Welcome to the new episode of our ICF International Community Podcast. We're still waiting for a new name, so stay tuned. We are a community of people who come from different parts of the world and now living in Nuremberg, Germany, and we love Jesus. If you get to visit our church on Sunday and you see a guy and you go, wow, he's really tall. Is he a professional basketball player or something? Uh, well, you would be right. Our guest today is John. He's a basketball missionary here in Germany. Maybe you're like, what's a basketball missionary? Well, we'll get to that for sure later in the show. So John, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to, to do this. I've been looking forward to it all week. Good. Hey, tell us who you are, where you're from, and what brought you to Germany. Uh, my name is John Gilliland. I'm 33 years old. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. It's the capital of Florida, not Orlando or, you know, Miami, what people think, but uh, it's Tallahassee. <laughs> I am here in Germany to play, to play and coach basketball. That's why I came here. Uh, I got a call from a friend and he asked me if I wanted to come over to Europe to play and and here I am. Tell us, how how did you come to Christ? I want to get to know a bit about your spiritual journey. So tell us about how did you become a Christian? As a lot of Americans, I, I grew up in the in a Christian home, going to church every Sunday, uh, youth group. You know, I was going through the motions, really. Didn't really know who Jesus was. And um, I went to college after I moved to Florida. I, was, I really wanted to get out of Tallahassee because I was raised in Washington, D.C., so so it was a very big culture shock and I was so frustrated I wanted to get out and I had prayed to God where I wanted where he wanted me and I felt him say you know like Tennessee is where I want you so I went to a small school in Tennessee where I played basketball there but as I was there something was missing in my life but I just felt this like empty part an empty piece of, in my heart and I didn't know what it was I know I knew who God was but I didn't know what this missing part was so I filled that with uh, drugs and alcohol. Uh, I completely, it ruined my life. Uh, I was kicked off the basketball team that I worked so hard to get on. I was kicked out of school. I had to move back to Florida. I was trying to get away from it. Uh, I was furious at God. I was, I was, I thought, I thought that's where he wanted me. I thought that's where he wanted to just like plant me and have me grow. But I was mad at something I did. And I turned from, I turned away because I thought alcohol and drugs would help me. And I ran for God for three years and he just, so many people were praying for me. My mom was praying for me every day. And in 2009, it was New Year's Day. It, was, it just turned to midnight and I was drinking by myself and I just felt like something was saying, you have so much, I have so, you have, you have so much more potential than what you're doing with your life right now. So I looked at the bottle of Jack Daniels that I was drinking by myself. I woke up my mom and I said, hey, like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with drinking and smoking and I'm, I'm done with drugs. I woke her up, I poured her, I poured everything out of, out. She was crying, I was crying, I threw away, I flushed away all my drugs. Uh, it's, and I came on a very, very hard year of sobriety. Uh, cold turkey, no rehab, no nothing, just really trusting God and praying that He would give me strength every single day. And He did, He helped me, get, he helped me through it, um, He helped me get out of it, and I dedicated my life to God. Um, six six months into my sobriety 
Just, I was, I couldn't do it without him, and that was probably the hardest year of my life. Wow! So it started with you. You feel like it was a voice of God, you know, Jesus speaking to you through your heart. Yes. That you need to stop. Right. That tells you need you need to do this. Right. And you, like you said, you didn't need to go back and forth. I think with many people struggling with alcohol and drug, there it's, it's a long journey. It's a fight. There's there's a lot back and forth. And for you, you you didn't experience struggle. Or? Oh, I did. <laughs> I did a lot. I would hang out with my friend. Uh, we would go to a restaurant. In Tallahassee, there's a lot of Mexican restaurants, so like we would go there a lot. And just, <laughs> I guess it's a funny story. It's funny to me now. It wasn't back then. But there was a car next to me that they were smoking cigarette, and I stuck my head out the window to try and get a whiff of of, <laughs> of the cigarette smoke, <laughs> so I could feel better. <laughs> And I, I tried not to be around drinking, just like anyone that drank alcohol at the time, just because that was a trigger. When someone else was drinking, I drank. But also the other thing is, I quit drinking when I was 21. And in the States, that's when it's legal. If you can imagine, like, I quit drinking when I was 21. <laughs> so that's when everyone starts in the States. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> You're way ahead of the curve. No. <laughs> and you now moved to Germany. It is the land of great beer. How do you deal with this constant temptation that is around you? It's not a temptation anymore. Um, I've been in Europe on and off for the last 10 years, where I've I spent most of my my time in Czech Republic, where they drink more than Germans. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, it's it's not. It wasn't after after like three years. It wasn't really a temptation anymore. Like I could let me, people would drink around me all the, like they they drink around me all the time now. I'm like, cool, you're having a beer. I'm gonna have some that for sure then. So I can invite you to a bar. We can meet at the bar, and you'll be fine with that. Of course. It sounds to me that this experience that you went through, this pretty intense experience that you went through, it's it's not you going through alone. That there's also a lot of people involved with prayer. Can you tell me a little bit more about about how that has helped you in this process? I know after I had stopped drinking for a while, there were people at the church I would go to that were on staff at, at the church. They said like that my brother, every time there was a staff meeting, he would pop in and say like, "Hey, can you please pray for John?" In his in his words, like he, he's being stupid and you know he's like doing things he shouldn't be doing, drinking alcohol, like doing drugs. And I know my mom was a very prayerful person, so it's a very I mean, God answers prayers. It's just in His own time. So. I mean, it's a very good, you know, possibility that you know God answering a lot of people's prayers to help me wake up. How do you stay close to God? What is your secret, or what is your way to not fall back to the old pattern, but keep on staying with Jesus? Uh, it's just spend time in His Word, talk to Him uh, as much as much as I as much as possible. Uh, I love worship; absolutely love it. Um, it's you know, it's and through just playing playing basketball and working out. Like that's the way of me spending time with God is just being able to do what I love for Him. You know, just being able to go to like an empty court or empty hall and just I just shoot for hours and just that's my way of spending time with God. Sometimes is just going going and shooting a ball. That's how you meditate. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, yes. Right now, no, but. <laughs> 
but other times yes that's i'll just go out well now i just go for a run and just just run <laughs> that's so interesting some people sing some people write some people like take a wall and you shoot basketball <laughs> that's a way to talk to god that's awesome hey that was a very good sharing Take a little pause right here. Let's switch gear. I want to play a short game with you, John, just for us to get to know you a little bit better. Sounds good. It's called Would You Rather. I know that you've already played basketball with Kevin Durant. So, but if you have the opportunity to either play basketball with Steph Curry or LeBron James, who would it be? Steph. Steph, really? Okay. I, I, Steph, big time. Okay, cool. If you will be touch wood, evicted from Germany, like you cannot stay here anymore, would you rather go home to the U.S. to Florida or someplace new? Uh, I would probably go back to Czech Republic. <laughs> that's like my home. That's who I. That's what I think is my home. So. Wow. Okay. You consider that your home. Okay. Well, Germany is, but I consider like Czech as well. So. <laughs> And if you get to, let's say, go back to the U.S. to visit, what would be the first meal you would rather eat? So like Texas-style barbecue or Sherman grits, or I don't know what's popular in Florida. Oh, that's such a hard question. There's so much. There's so many good places to go to, <clears throat> but the first thing that popped in my mind was Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Chick-fil-A, like I'm, yeah, Chick-fil-A. I'm, I'm gonna stick to that answer, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> cool, awesome. Hey, it's Corona time, right? Let's say there's a strict lockdown, can't go anywhere. Would you rather binge watch How I Met Your Mother or The Walking Dead? It's like, what kind of TV <laughs> shows do you like? Uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead kind of person. I like The Walking Dead. I've seen it too many times, but I it's still I can watch that over and over. <laughs> Now, if you get to have dinner with one of the Bible characters, would it be with Adam, or would you rather have dinner with the Apostle Paul? Paul. Paul, not Adam. Paul. That is like the perfect opportunity to like smash an apple pie into his face and say, "What were you thinking, Adam?" <laughs> But no, you rather have dinner with Paul. I'd rather have dinner with Paul. Just okay. he, he's my favorite person in the Bible. Just he went to the nations, and that's kind of what I want to do. And growing up, I had a speech impediment as well, just like Paul. So it's you know, I that's another reason why I like him so much is just. I can't, I he, I relate to him. That's probably the reason why you're so passionate in leading our Bible study. We're going through Romans at the moment, and John is, has been leading every week, and it's great. So that's why Paul's your favorite, one of your favorites, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yes, Paul is one of my favorite people in the Bible. Let's talk about what you do now. You are a basketball missionary. What exactly do you do as a Basketball missionary, and how did you come up with that idea? So what I do is I during the season I coach. Uh, I'm coaching U14 boys, U16 girls, U18 girls, and Damen, the women's team from my club. And I also play a lot on my plate. <laughs> 
And I also have uh, three Grundschulers that I go to. I'm like a PE teacher. Uh, I teach basketball. And then in the summertime is when I really get to do what I really love to do is where I go all over Europe and I get to go to these camps and teach basketball to kids, but I also get to tell them about Jesus. And that's that's when I really get to connect with people. Like I, I go all over I go all over Europe uh, doing these kind of camp, but uh, during the season, it's just showing sh- showing the kids and ladies that I coach uh, the love of Christ through 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 how I coach. When people think basketball missionaries, is it's not what they think, but it's just being able to show my teammates and the people who I I coach, I get to show them the love of Christ. And So about how you behave on the court, how you handle setbacks, and just how you handle situations, you exemplify what Jesus would do and to spark sort of their interest and and conversation perhaps through that yes that's great so my how i got started in all this my friend my friend had just gotten to got back from a mission trip and he had just got back from nicaragua he was like yes he's on fire like i'm i want to go back i want to do this and i was like dude if there is a basketball mission trip i would I'm on it. And then two weeks later, a guy a guy from Europe was like, hey, I, I play basketball and I tell people about Jesus. So I was like, God, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I just said this two weeks ago. Wow. Like, so you growing up, that's your passion. And now you look back, all the pieces just kind of come together. And now you are serving God with doing the things that you love the most. Yes. Be awesome. Be awesome. It must be hard to live a life as a missionary, right? Because you depend your financial needs and everything on on support on donations tell me about a little bit about how how that is for you i mean it's for me you know it's i've been doing this for a long time and god is taking care of every single need that i that i've needed i, I don't need i'm not a person that needs much to be honest so you know, god gives me exactly what i need and you know living on support you know that's like trusting god and all that you do and like i said like he's i've gotten you know he's 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 provided (laughs) so i can say he's provided there's been some tough tough years sometimes but it's i've always had a roof over my head i've always had food to eat um i've had some generous people i've had you know it's i've had like my church in the states has been very very kind very generous very generous to me as well even my even icf here has been just with the community that i have right now has been really really good for me yeah that, that's very hard to do and uh, to have something that is completely out of your control and all you can do is trust and have faith so wow lots of respect for that <laughs> So let's say we do want to support you in what you do in your ministry. How can we find out more? If you have Facebook or Instagram, you can follow me on there. Um, I'll be very, very happy to to connect with you through that. We will put the links to John's social media pages in our description. If you want to find out more about him or his ministry, check it out. Thank you so much, John, for being our guest today. Uh, you're very welcome. I'm uh, happy to be able to share my story and what God is doing. This is exactly what we want to do with this podcast is to share people's stories. So make sure you subscribe. There will be more interviews following. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time.